putting the fight in faster than light. Welcome to Cosmopunk. Until proven innocent, a homebrew Starfinder adventure featuring the crew of the Leica 7. I'm Cypher, and I play Ryder, a Yasaki operative otter with a sharp sword and an affinity for sushi. I'm also the pilot of the Leica 7. I'm Tai, and I play Radar, the cyborg mechanic coyote replete with big guns and a small attention span. Also, the weapons officer of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm Pan, and I play Baphomet, ex-galactic idol, now cobalt android mystic, and the captain of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm RJ. I play V, a Vesk engineer, and their drone flyby. V is the ship's mechanic and chief trouble magnet, but for this campaign, I'm going to be a DM. Episode 5. Don't talk about his brother. After settling in at their client and host Iago's incredibly luxurious mansion, the team starts investigating potential security weaknesses, interviewing staff, and finally gets a chance to see the vault and fabled obelisk they're tasked with protecting. You have arrived. Your Shirin prisoner has been taken away for interrogation. Nesta is willing to give you a complete tour of the facility. If you want to get settled in first, you're more than welcome to. Iago, meanwhile, he's looking less shaken now. He's got like a gin and tonic inside him. Yeah. He's gone to see his family on the upper reaches of the mansion. Understandably, he's shaken. He wants a bit of like relaxing time and decompressing and processing his traumatic experience. He didn't even get fast. <laughs> Obviously, he has to maintain like dignity and steadfastness and stoicness in the face of any and all danger. Oh, I see. But inside, he was breaking it. <laughs> That's the mark of true bravery. Yeah, true. So the ability to display a stiff upper lip. Yes, even even when you're shitting yourself. But yes, Ryder, or Radar, actually, whoever wants to fly it. The fourth dawn is going to be taken away for repairs. Ooh, I'll get my shitbox. You'll need to detach your shitbox. Yeah, I detach the However, shitbox. You have the run of the hangar for your purposes. I park it right in the fucking middle. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. No, I'll park it. I'll park it on one side. Nesta um, glares at you. Yeah, no, I'll park it over to one side out of the way. Yeah. Um, is that, I did the check on it, didn't I? It's all fine. Uh, yeah, you checked it in the last episode. It, it it wasn't damaged by shrapnel. It hasn't been tampered with. It is completely fine. Good. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to have those holes in it. <laughs> those, those holes are predating the. Uh... Yep. So yep, the the fourth dawn slowly lifts off from inside the hangar and disappears off into the horizon. Yeah, he's poisoned by anyone's gun. Yeah, because his one was wrecked by a certain officer. <laughs> he could just give it to us. We'll take it. It's fine. It, it's pretty fucked. Like, that, that, we can fix it. We're talking hull damage. Why? Wait, who am I talking to? <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? You're having some kind of fit. Nessa says, the, uh, would you care to take a tour of the establishment, or would you prefer to rest for a moment and gather yourself together? I can show you to your rooms, to the security yards, uh, the rest of the mansion. Yeah. Yeah, please. We'll uh, we'll settle down, and then we'll come out and uh, have a recce of the place, maybe have a look at the map, so we can set up our security detail. Very well. You still have the data pad that you were given at the start of this, he gestures the bath. Oh, yes, uh, yes, I have. If you need to contact me, you can raise me at any time. Thank you. Much appreciated. You know, before we go, actually, could I speak to the android check after that? I'm sure you could. They'll be in the security station. I don't want to like, interrogate them. I'm just like, what's the deal with you guys? Can I'll I come with you, Beth. 
Yeah, sure. I don't be left behind. Yeah. Might catch some culture in here or something. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a disease, Radar. It is, I've seen it. Okay, so what? you head... Rot your teeth. Yeah, you head inside the uh, the main building, I suppose, the complex. There is, within the main atrium, an elevator which brings you up probably five or six stories to an overhanging area which overlooks both the main mansion, the grounds, the hangar, and the beautiful scenic vista of Pleasant Countryside of Query in the background. Hmm. How charming. The security station itself is essentially a row of consoles with uh, security feuds from all aspects of the building, aside from Iago's private quarters. Uh, Jocasta and Malbec are both there. Actually, before we go any real quick, I just want to have a quick aside to the other two. Mm. You two mentioned that you heard an android screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Still trying to get that out of my head. Okay. Have you have you spoken to these two? Did this anything sound familiar? We spoke to the the android. He said he was fine. Yeah. I mean, like beforehand. Does he seem different anyway? Uh, different? So. No. Mm. Why? Uh, what were you expecting? Someone I don't know. Do wait. Do we meet any other androids on the ship? No. So the only android uh, that you specifically met on the ship is Jocasta. But we were in we were in atmosphere. We could have heard something down here. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just asking the twins. I'm just why, why are you twins? That's weird. <laughs> you just say that to the face. No, no. <laughs> why are you twins? <laughs> why? You, why? You bastard. I mean, roll it. Kick in the door and ask where he's going. <laughs> you twins, um, why? Uh, okay, I'm just going to find. Uh, are they together or? So at the moment, Jocasta is monitoring the security feeds. He's sort of flicking through them. He's doing checks against the list of operational things that need to be working. He's basically just checking through all the cameras, and keeping track of anything that's changed, anything that looks suspicious. Uh, okay. Malbec, meanwhile, is at the back of the room, and they are it's like they're just writing something. Okay, so apart from my general curiosity, is there anything you guys want to know from these guys? No. The relationship with Iago, um, sort of how long they've they've known him, uh, any interest, personal curiosities in what they do, that sort of thing. We're trying to build up a case file on possible suspects, but try not to be too suspicious. That's all I'll say. Okay, that sounds that sounds like a lot more than I was really going for, but I, I'll oh, see if okay, I can work Baffy. Right. Well, no, that's fine. We'll just let the thing get stolen and then not get paid. <laughs> uh, no, Jocasta. Sass otter. I mean, you, you just walked into the room and then just not said anything, so... And you just started arguing. arguing. No, we, we argued. We were, having a, we were having an aside outside. Uh, no, I like to get psychic in case anyone could hear us. Yeah. <laughs> we just stood still. You just all walked into the room, stood still, and then just like made expressions at each other. <laughs> and then yeah. Malbec, who's just like working on some notes, just looks up and is like, "What? <laughs> can I can I help you?" God damn it! Oh, Malbec, hi. I was wondering if you don't mind me asking. It's not personal. If um, I'm asked, what's the what's the deal with you and um, and, your, and your partner, Caster? Are you two brothers, or...? Oh, our appearance. I mean, that's... It's not clear. She turns to the radio writer, right, was that not clear? I'd just shrug. I'd, I'd, mm. yeah. <laughs> I suppose in one way you could say we're twins, but it's a lot more complicated than that. When is it ever And quite personal as well. Oh, right, okay. of course. Well, that's fine. I Honestly, I was just... Curious, it was interesting to meet another android who had the appearance of their partner. So, thank you 
for your time. Quiet. <laughs> back away. Jocasta just leans back and is like, awkward. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> also, also, also. <laughs> oh, also, yes, right. Also, also, ignoring that that, that bizarre stuff so far. Also, we want to know um, how long have you been working with um, um, Master Iago? So Malbex. Oh, uh, I've been working for him five or six years now. Uh, he's been a, a good boss, a reliable boss. He pays us on time. Generally, a nice, quiet life. If I'm honest, we just keep track of his security, make sure nothing suspicious happens around him, keep the security around the manor in running order, and about it really. And you don't usually have any issues, not especially not like today. Oh, nothing like today ever happens. And Zucasta like leans back from his chair again and is like, "Yeah, to be honest, we really took up this gig because it was supposed to be easy." There, there we go. There we go. There's, there, there's the kernel of truth. There we there go. There it is. Right now, he's going to turn around and try not to giggle. I instantly I mean, believe everything these people are <laughs> <now> saying. <laughs> Malbec just glares at Zucasta. The veil of truth. <laughs> Melbex is like, you know what, ignore Jocasta, we're diligent and hardworking. Of course you are. <laughs> Listen, there's just one more thing I was curious about. You've worked with him for a long time. He's often had valuable items, right? And no one's ever come for them like this? Oh, no. Uh, I, I mean, to be honest, it seems like this obelisk is what's kicked up all the fuss. I mean, he's got some pretty nice treasures. There's been the occasional, like, idiot that's tried to nick a tablecloth or something, but... <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe anyone would... Why would they do that? That sounds insane and crazy to do in front of people. What sort of weirdo what? steals a tablecloth, Raffi? <laughs> who would, who yeah. would do such a thing? So mad. <laughs> Buy a tablecloth. I want to point out that Radar stole it and gave it to Baphomet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out that Baphomet handled the stolen goods. That's that's fair. That's fair. You are an accomplice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But as I was saying, I was I was other than people other than people doing church things um, in your in your presence. Silly. You haven't had any problem. Would you mind though? You've probably heard things on the grapevine and such. Have you ever heard of a gentleman called uh, Master Holmes? Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a shit, if I'm honest. I don't <laughs> trust him at all. Hmm. Every time he, he comes to visit Iago, we keep a close eye on him. He Not because we're worried he's going just because we're worried he's going to tamper with stuff. Bath, make a note of that. Write that down. No matter how much Iago <laughs> likes to okay. they're just casual <laughs> business rivals. There's definitely bad blood between the two of them. Why does he come to visit? They've stepped on each other's toes way too much. Why does he come to visit? Hmm. Why does he come to visit if he if they have oh. such bad blood? They maintain business contacts, of course. Oh, right. Pursuit of money above all. Play the game, okay. even if they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> um. What about uh, Master Nesta? Um. Yaga's white man. Oh, Nesta. Nesta's been around since before us. He's old school. He was setting up. I think it's his idea to start up the uh, art collection in the first place. I think the mutually beneficial agreement between him and uh, Yago. It seemed like a good idea to get the houses to pair up as well. Before that, they were sort of... They weren't rivals, but they were definitely estranged from each other. You don't sense any kind of, like, sexual tension or anything? What? 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 Nothing, I'm just fucking... Is, is that what you meant to say, Baff? Or... Uh, sorry, you've said it now. <laughs> no, no, fine. Yes, I, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
about the Nestor, actually. He's never really seemed to have much of a family of his own. He just seems to dedicate himself to collecting... Well, he's got, he's got that snake. Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> Isn't Bob's Bob amazing? Yeah. Um, uh, the, the relationship between an engineer and his drone is neither here or there to me. It is to us. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> right, um, well, thank you for your time. Um, if we need anything, I'm sure we can contact you. We have uh, this data pack. Yeah, no no problem. We're usually up around here. We're in our own quarters. Like I said, we maintain pretty much a 24-7 security oh, watch. There, one there is the one thing I did want to um, get by with you guys, just to be on to all clear. Yeah, just so we understand things here, my team and I are experts. We're brought on this as a separate job. If yeah. anything happens and we require assistance, we would most appreciate swift agreement. It, believe me, it'll be in all our favours. Agreement with what? Well, if anything comes up that it may seem like a like a really strange, crazy idea that could fail on the roll of a die, but <laughs> we would like you to um, humour us, facilitate us, support mm, us, quite cooperate. Like with us. Just, like, they both look at each other and raise an eye at each other in perfect synchronisation, and then look at you. It's like, I guess, but if you ask us to do something stupid and outlandish, we're probably not going to do it. Oh, of course not. We would only ask you to do things in the most dire of circumstances. All right, but like I said, we're not contracted out to you. We're working on our own thing, and it's our ass as much as yours if anything goes missing from his collection. So. Oh, of course. Believe me, we don't want anyone's asses to be collected. Stu- collected, quite, yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, seems fair enough. And both of them hold out their hands to you. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> look back over there. Uh, she gives him her hand. Oh, okay, shakes her hand. Yeah, great. <laughs> Wow. Oh, it's a handshake. <laughs> well, Malbec and Jocasta, thank you very much. Um, we look forward to working with you in the near future. And yeah, yeah, yeah. see you later on. Like I said, you've pretty much, from the sounds of it, got the run of the place. But the way I see it, we'll probably end up taking shifts looking after stuff. I mean, Jocasta normally takes night shift. I normally work the day. Uh, there's usually some overlap as well, so we'll both be around. And if you need us, you can raise us on the pad or uh, just find Nesta, as you know where we are. What time are you uh, starting your works then? I'm guessing that Nestor hasn't given you the full tour yet, if you're still wandering around. Uh, nothing yet, no. We're um, we're just sort of acclimatising ourselves to the surroundings, mm. and uh, we haven't even unpacked our bags yet. Oh, yeah. Just thought we'd come and say hi. Hi. Hey. Hey, well. <laughs> <laughs> Wave. Hello. Let's, let's leave where it gets weirdly more awkward somehow. Yeah, quick. Mm. And then you, you just say that's leave. Yeah, Rhoda Rod, just trots out, gives him a little smile and a wave, trots out, and waits for the others. There you go, just before the door closes, you just hear them both say to each other at the same time, three of those. The, oh my you god. You know what? That's fair. That's, that's yeah. totally fair. So, but there is there is a full backstory behind them, but it's not the sort of thing they'll just tell you. Yeah, you know what? The okay. second I was like, hey, tell about your weird brother over there, I was like, that's not how it's going to work no. out. No. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a normal conversation. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Ryder's got her, her little corncob pipe and her super sleuth detective hat on. She looks over to, to Baff and sort of says, um, So, they've been working with Yago for six years. They've had a good relationship. They took this job because it was an easy one. They seem just as concerned as we are. I think they are our least possible suspects. That's true. Okay. I, I, I think, if anything, it's only the incompetence on their part. Yeah. I mean, they've been working for six years. Malbec's been there for six years. He didn't ask Jocasta, but I'll take her free. He's only been there for two. Oh, oh, oh that's God. When, that's when he was made. Run back and be like, wait, wait, we didn't... <laughs> when were you here, Jakarta? <laughs> You're friggin' welcome. 
I thought we were interviewing both of them, oh well. Um, yeah, I, I got stuck with my brother. Ah, this is awkward. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk to you, fleshbag. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of still getting into gears as well. I'm sure we'll meet them again. They're not going to go anywhere. But yeah, I'm, I am, I'm sure we'll meet them again and they won't die. I am very concerned about this this Holmst guy. They said that he has to be kept an eye on when he's around. Uh, yeah. Uh, not if... because they're worried he'll nick stuff, but because they're worried he'll sabotage stuff. Yeah, like, but this is the thing. Keep, if he is a known suspect, keep, I think the keep security an eye team... I find it weird this dude would come out here and do the job himself, though. Like, these guys are pretty wealthy. Why would you come yeah. out there to yourself to sabotage the place? Mm. But also, he is a known threat to the security team. I doubt he would um, do anything suspect while he is under observation. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we haven't met the guy. We really don't know what his, like, what his bang is. No, but we've been told a lot of bad things about him. Yeah, by his enemy's camp. By his enemies, yeah. That is also true. Um, didn't they offer to give us a tour? Well, yeah, let's go and dump our stuff off in our oh, yeah, yeah. rooms first. Do you know where your rooms are? Nope. <laughs> so, should we just call Should we just call up this door and be like, hey, call us to yeah. our rooms, please? Fuck it, we're in charge here, let's pick one. What? <laughs> no, we don't get to do that. It's the surf quarters for you, you plebs. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to put us far away from the item, yeah, we just can we just we just send this to a, like a text. Me, like, can you like send us a, a map location to our rooms? You don't need to catch up with him. No sooner have you sent the message than Bob appears. <gasps> oh, <gasps> Bob! <laughs> right, a hugs. What? Him. Hello, Bob. Hello. Are you looking for your rooms? I can show you. Yes, thank you. Follow me. And then he slithers over to uh, one of the elevators. Look at his tail. And yeah, I love him uh, unconditionally. He doesn't press any of the buttons in the lift. Instead, he just plugs the end of his tail into a port below the buttons, and then it starts moving downwards. Oh, that Amazing. is so cool. Baff, why can't you do that? <laughs> I'm not a robot. Anyway, swiftly, the elevator drops down a couple of floors, and then with a ding, it brings you out in an entire crew wing. You're a ding. What? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Just in that kind of mood today, apparently. <laughs> and with that, Bob slithers out and... Uh, Leads you down a corridor. Why did you is... call Bob a ding? That's so mean. No, I don't. What? I was, I was talking to. Um, no, you said Bob. I, I, you looked right at Bob when you said it. What? Yeah, I, but I was talking to Radar. Radar. <laughs> so mean to snap. It's fine. You just have your little existential crisis over there and you go and lie down for a bit. Radar explodes out of existence and a fresh radar steps in from off screen. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, what I miss? <laughs> I think oh, we're exploded. <laughs> So Bob like leads you down through the crew quarters and area. All of this area is yours to use at your discretion. There is a kitchen, games room, space for you to relax and to make any plans. And it brings you to three rooms next to each other, all facing outwards so you get the nice view of Terrace. You're, you're quite a lot lower down so you can't see over the, uh, the wall surrounding the compound as much. But there's still a nice sunset in the background. Is there anything else you need help with at this time? Uh... Could we get, like, a map, perhaps? Oh, of course. Your data pad will serve as a map. And then, again, they just, like, tap their tail against it, and it brings up the schematic of the building. Include all the security protocols for the building as well, which I'm sure you will need to provide your services. Perfect. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bob. Yeah, welcome. When you are ready, I can show you the vault and all the surrounding areas that you might need to access. Actually, could you show us on the map, please? We'd like to pre-plan, if you will. All areas of the building can be accessed except the vault, which can only be 
entered with Nesta or Melbeck Jocasta or Yago present. Oh, interesting. Well, thank you very much, Bob. How secure is the vault? Looking at it, we can't uh, see it. You can see you can see the entrance to the vault, but you can't oh. see inside the vault. Oh, so where's where's the entrance then? There's a second private elevator. Once you're inside that elevator, it drops down probably another ten or so stories into an underground bunker, and that's where his his private collections get. Does he have a schematic available for that? There is not a schematic available because it's the the most high security area. You have to yeah, damn it. I guess it makes sense. And they just say to take us yeah. down there to see it. After you've visited it, he'll like gauge how much. We haven't actually seen willing. this thing yet either. We've only seen a picture of it. Is this something we get to see? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, we... yeah, but like I said, you have to have Nesta or Iago or Malbukachkasta present. Because well, let's, like, let's, let's, check out, let's check out this map first. We want to step, you know, <clears throat> establish this with the surroundings first. And then we'll go find Nesta and do our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So on the data pad, you have an entire 3D schematic for the building. The surrounding grounds, the hangar, the entrance to the bunker and the shaft, but not the layout of the bunker itself. It includes a complete rundown of all the air vents as well for the building, because they thought ahead. Excellent. <laughs> it also gives you the, uh, the, the local time and sunset and sunrise times for both of the planet's suns. So, you've got a complete schematic of the building. Would you like to see the artifact? Yes, hey, yes. I think that'd be yeah, I think oh, um, we've all got like like separate rooms again, or what? Uh, you've all got separate rooms this time. Alright, nice. Oh, wow, do I get my own room? You get your own room. This is a large mansion. Ooh. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, the crew quarters in total probably has about 20 spaces, of which Malbec and Jacesta have two... Uh... Oh, wait, we're in the crew quarters? Well, yeah. Oh, you are, you are the help. <laughs> we are the help. Baff. Sorry, Buffy. <laughs> She left that behind, actually. She's, she's done with that. Where? Uh, in the... Wait, hang on. Where do we put it? We put, actually, we left in the puppy. It's in the shitbox. Yeah. Okay, so you're not giving it back, per se. You just... it, it, it hasn't been come out. She will do otherwise. She's done with it now. Uh, so she'll give it back if, she, if it comes I'm out. I'm bored of this. Yeah, she's bored of it now, exactly. My pesky that thread, that so thread count. That feel between your fingers. The yeah, but you see that they've got embroidery. It doesn't matter when they've got like hundreds of them; they can replace them at ease. It's not. It's not. It's not important or interesting if there's thousands of them. I love the way that things' importance to Baff are based entirely on things' importance to other people. Yeah. I keep forget. She's only how old is she? Like in years? Like she's not very old, is she? Like her actual like mental age or her how long she existed? Existed? How long she's existed? She is. Yeah. Uh, I think we, we established that the crew been together for like what, like five years? We've been together for ten. Ten. Okay. So there there. I guess you guys have been together longer. She's been with you guys for about three years and she was in the deep space for three years then. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh if you would like to view the vault, you will need Nesta. Bob at this point has slithered off to do Bob stuff. Bob We Bob. probably should check it out. I mean we can just dump all our stuff here. Well, yeah, I mean, they've, they've given us rooms and the doors at least have locks on them, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, they do. They have key cards for each one. Yay. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty. Once you get uh, system admin privileges after you've spent some more time with Jocaster and Malbec, then uh, you might even be able to open each other's. Ooh. <laughs> Novel. <laughs> and everything else in the building. Alright, um, yeah, let's let's go, let's go, um, let's call um, Nestor and Tim, you can meet us at the, uh, at the, uh, Vault door thing, I guess. We know where they are. Yep, you do. Very well, you get a reply from Nesta. 
Yeah, we can also take you notes know. on um, all the different ways in and all the different. Yeah, let's take that tour. Yeah. Uh, hi, Nestor. Yes, we'd love to take that tour. Um, once we're done, we'd like to also see the vault and the, you know what we're going to be guarding and such. Uh, if that's okay. Excellent. That's quite all right. I'll meet you in the main lobby. Then you go down there, and yep, he's waiting there with Bob. Wait, are there any? Wait, this is a. This is like a. A stately a, mansion? Is it like a, are there towns and shops? Can I buy stuff here? Oh no, uh, this is all one person's house. <laughs> very imagine, imagine Buckingham Palace, but of the future. Okay. It's like a dam built into the side of a mountain. <laughs> it's a castle, but it's built into the side of the mountain, and there's no gift shop, and it hasn't burned down. Ah, uh, oh, what? Damn it. Yeah. Yet. Boring. <laughs> so, uh, you meet Nesta down there. He more than happy. To show you around. So he takes you to. Well, you've already seen the crew's quarters. Uh, Yago's private residence, where you won't be touring, that's his his own sanctum. But the remainder of the building shows you to sort of like the spa. You've already seen the hangar as well, but it shows you to. It's basically just all the luxury amenities that a, a stately home has. Tell me more about the spa. Yeah, we're going to pry Bath away from that. <laughs> <laughs> I was re I was waiting for that. <laughs> yep. No bath. We're on a job. Highly recommended spa. But... I'll, I'll, I'll check out later. I'll check out later. I don't know if she could. Do, I know she's taking showers. Like she could use a spa. Wait until no, we've been paid, bath. Wait until we've been paid. Yeah. Coming for a, like a holiday or something. Yeah. But not now. You can't come to a house for a holiday. Well, ingratiate yourself with them. We're only going to do that by doing the job yeah. properly. Oh, good point. Focus. Yeah. Okay, yeah, focus on the spa. Got it. No! <laughs> do this job, get in the spa. Gotcha. Yeah, better. Do that. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. so he also shows you around the laboratory where they process the artifact. In, in amongst there, there's a whole series of other treasures in various stages of being cleaned and restored and processed. Can we take a closer look Like, what kind of things usually interest these guys? Yeah, sure. So it's a mix of various different things. Uh, the main item that looks like it's being restored at the moment is a small flat disc. With a hole yeah. in the centre? <laughs> the beach. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's not mirror reflective on one side, and on the other side there's writing unfamiliar to anyone. Wait, let me read it. <laughs> you can't make out any of the text on it. It's written in a... No, it's, old, it's written in old Terran. I can understand this. Oh, come on. <laughs> it says, now that's what I call Music 47. <laughs> They meet 47. You should be an archaeologist. And there's another one over there called AOL. Mm -hmm. well, how would they have AOL? It's uh, been used as a coaster. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but beyond that, the, the other things discussed around there is a, a vase which is being very delicately reassembled using fine gold inlay. He's 10 feet away from the vase. There you yeah, go, right. you're learning. You're learning. <laughs> uh, there's also weaponry. There's a very ancient and highly polished looking rifle of some kind. It looks like a very early generation of a laser rifle. Oh, Radar's going to have a closer look at that. Yeah, Radar 2. It's going to have a gun. <laughs> Interestingly, it's not made out of plastic. It looks like uh, it looks like someone cut a section out of a tree and hollowed that section of tree out into the shape of a gun and then finally sanded and polished it. And It's a very fascinating piece of work. Wait, are all the parts of it made of wood? Hmm? Oh, I'm so glad I brought you two here, honestly. All this antiquity, and you want to look at guns. It's an antique. It's an, yeah, it's an antique gun. It's oh. like the best of everyone's worlds. Oh, they will. Guns do gun things all the time. 
You literally have a gun. Yes, but I don't like it. I do quite like it, actually. Yeah. I'm waiting for the guards. Whoa, 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 you want a gun with it? Put it away, man. Whipping a fire on that. I don't even like it. <laughs> it's iridescent. It's quite pleasant looking. Yeah, to you, maybe. Yes, this is a, a fascinating piece of old technology. We think it's from at least 2,000 years ago by the design of it. We're yeah. still trying to determine the significance of the uh, the wooden elements to this gun, whether there's some discussion to be had on the balance of life enabling death or... Maybe it was so it was easier to carve. Or maybe it's just easier to hold than bare metal and wood's cheap. Yeah, but I mean like carve tribal runes into it so they can worship the god of death so that their gun has superpowers. Oh, that would be good. That's an interpretation, certainly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, remember Ma that magic rifles do exist. Yeah, you can make a magic laser rifle. Imagine magic that. Lasers. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we got distracted, um, Nesta. <laughs> by the magic laser rifle. By the magic laser oh. rifle. I called it magic laser rifle thing anyway. Just so oh. my friends don't calling it a silly name. Uh, the name of it? Uh, we don't know. It hasn't been titled as an artistic piece yet. When the restoration is finished, we fully intend to, to frame it for display within the vault. Well, I guess, uh, if, so, so we know that he generally tends to collect things, you know, antiquities, history stuff, not not necessarily art pieces, but more like stuff that is from the old world. Yeah, it's like he collects things he finds. All of these things are usable. They have some, um, or they had some usage at one point. It stands Does this still to reason, work? It stands yeah. to reason that the obelisk might have the same properties to it. Well, yeah, it's a battery. Yeah, uh, there is actually, like, actual art in there as well. Like, uh, oh, okay. There is, oh, there is they're, all just, yeah. they're all just things that exist for the sake of existing. Qualifying them as art. Holograms, there's three-dimensional sculptures. Uh, there's painted art as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. A wonderful ancient vista which depicts a beast rising from within the earth to devour the moon. Oh, wow. that's cool. Huh. I got time for that. Taking a photograph of that, getting that as a tattoo later. <laughs> I'm going it. You know, actually, that's the point. Um, excuse me, um, Doctor. She points to the Doctor with the tennis bat gun. Or are they doctors? Only doctors? What would it be? Oh, the the people restoring the stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the people. Okay, so if you want to run down of who's in the room, there's just uh, you guys, Nesta, and then one of the researchers. Who's... Of course, Nesta's still with us, right? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Nesta is oh, listening to your like philosophical discussion on the purpose of firearm wood furniture <laughs> and. Um, Nesta, when you found um, the obelisk, was there anything else with it? It looks like you picked a lot of things from all over. Well, it's, it's fascinating, really. The obelisk was found, it was recovered from within a collapsed room of some kind that we can only imagine is a temple. The uh, the walls and ceiling were inscribed with symbols of some kind, inlaid with gold, that led to the central focus pillar upon which the obelisk was found. We can't surmise exactly what the purpose of it was, but they attempt whatever society encountered or designed or built it clearly cherished it very highly. Why well, would you light a you... room with gold? That's a... Right. Rider, That's rider, a... rider, rider, rider. Yes? Gold is good for circuit boards and things Oh, it's like conductive, that. isn't it? Do you reckon it's a battery? Yeah. No, it's a not... battery. I could say it for oh the past three hours. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's a yeah. goddamn battery. <laughs> yeah, but they don't! Uh, <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't make sense for them to know, actually, to be honest. Yeah, maybe, no, it maybe, makes sense maybe, maybe, yeah. It makes sense for Radar because he's an engineer. 
Rado just has no concept of art. It has to have yeah. this. <laughs> My thing, I'm imagining that you haven't been yelling at the battery every time that it gets more up. I'm about, I'm about to start to. Let's, let's, go, see, let's go see the vault. <laughs> you guys are assholes. Don't mind that from a scientific perspective, it emits nothing other than the light of the stars within it. There's yeah, no... how we interface with that energy, we don't know. But it's clearly got a galaxy in it. It's a battery. Might have something to do with the gold on the walls. And the goal is to conduct that energy. Maybe. Let's 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 go to the vault. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, let's go down to the vault. It's like you literally got a power supply unit and a motherboard, and this is tech that I know, and I'm not even a fucking engineer. But yes. Anyway, so are you, you're pretty much done in the restoration laboratory. Yes. Yeah, we're right. fine. Uh, yeah. So uh, Every, everything uh, in there is, is valuable. We saw. Sorry. We saw definitely check off the wooden gun. Immense value, or is incredibly rare. I mean, the combined sum of the items in that collection is almost priceless. Think, like, he owns basically his own Louvre. Hmm. Okay, alright. Don't like this guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like him to begin with, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> his scientists are idiots. <laughs> his no, scientists are idiots, and he hides his wealth under the guise of being a philanthropist. I don't think mm. he's even hiding it. He like he told everyone he had the the obelisk. Okay, yeah. he flaunts it under the guise of being yeah. a philanthropist. Matter of fact, he didn't tell everyone he had the obelisk. What he did is he told a select few, and then that used to sort of spread around the artistic eye circle. So, whilst he could be asked, and he could say, "Oh, I don't have anything like that," like it's, it's well known amongst his cohorts that he okay, doesn't right. have it. Yeah, it is a well known public knowledge. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so Nesta brings you finally to the entrance, the vault, which is a large cylindrical elevator built into the far side of the buildings. So imagine you walk down a, a long corridor to get to it. There's clear CCTV to both sides. There's no visible air duct in this part of the building. So uh, the vault is an airtight room. Hmm. It's not airtight, but the air to access it isn't just via a vent to the side of the lift that leads down a shaft that takes you to the vault. Okay. Because that would be a thing to design. Yeah. Um, Nesta, what, if you might ask, what kind of um, general um, defences do you have in the vault? There's uh, an entire range of defences. First of all, as I've walked down this corridor, my entire body, gait, and my voice have been scanned by the walls. These allow me to access the panel that controls the elevator. You and that, only, uh, only you can do that? Uh, access to the elevator in the first instance is allowed only to myself, Iago, uh, those that Yago permits, in this case, I vouch for all of you. DM my data. Pad. Real quick, um, can I use my data pad that I have to take a recording of his voice, real quick, with a sleight of hand roll, maybe? Yes, you can roll a sleight of hand. Okay. The only thing to bear in mind is that the data pad doesn't belong to you. Everything that it records is backed up to the home security network. So if you make a recording, it will be visible that a recording has been made to anyone that, that decides to look through what your datapad's been doing. So you can do it, but you need to be pretty stealthy about getting that, that information off the system, and you'd probably have to hack it to do it. Because hmm. I'm thinking that if I can play a recording of Nesta's voice while I'm sneaking about, if we decide to do our test later, that yeah. might overcome that, um, that security protocol. Very much if you just record his voice. Huh? So basically, it's created a 3D image of him, his voice, and the way he walks, and compared it against its known library of people who are allowed to access the vault, and validated that it is Nesta, 
along with guests who he has personally validated for using his own datapad. Ah, okay. Oh, okay, all right. All right, no, that's, um, that takes the wind out of ourselves a bit. With I'll be honest, it might be useful anyway. Like if, he can't, if he's not going to know that you're, you're recording him, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he won't know you're recording him yeah. unless he decided to check up on your personal data pad via the system later, which at the moment he has no reason to because he trusts you. So maybe don't undermine that. Yep, okay. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, maybe not. I then. thought it was At least just not a voice to... thing, but it's slightly more high tech than I thought, which is good. Not until we get like the all clear from um, from Iago. Uh, mm. Let's not start fucking out too much. Okay. Uh, so I'll put the dice away for now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yep. So, yeah, let's let's take a look inside this vault that we'll be defending. Of course. And he presses the button. The, uh, the large doors part, which lead into a circulator. Notably, the doors are pretty thick. They're a good half a meter of metal. And they lead into the circular lift. There's only two buttons on the lift and a port beneath. Again, Nest doesn't bother pressing any of the buttons. He just allows Bob to flick their tail across the port. And then with that, the doors close behind you and the lift suddenly drop. You get that feeling in your stomach oh. as suddenly it rattles yeah. down. What feels like miles of earth. Until you feel it slowly decelerate and then with a the doors on the other side open. And inside there is a cavern, glistening. Imagine the inside of a geode, only not coloured as such, but it's a massive crystalline cave-like structure. And oh, within no. that, there are rows upon rows of glistening glass cabinets, some built into the walls, some freestanding from the floor, which line corridors almost as far back as you can see into the distance. And then each of them contains a treasure or a precious artifact or a work of art, carefully hermetically sealed inside. Fancy. Wow. Yes. It's quite a collection. Mm. It is. Yago and I are incredibly proud of the humble collection we've built here together. Let me guess just out of the lift to you. Please. Can I, roll, can I roll culture see if I recognize any of these? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. I get a plus five culture and I can't find my d20. Uh, 32 for the most useless roll I'm going to make all day. Yeah, he's got the good shit. It's like you would recognize some of these pieces of work are incredibly well known. He's got like the Space Mona Lisa. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the Space Mona Lisa. Yeah, it's the, it's the, M, it's the M0N4 L158, one of the first stentine androids. Cool. Sorry, guys, then, can I just say that I just realized if we set up the minigun in here and someone tries to steal this, we're going to blow the shit out of all this fine art. Yeah, which is why yeah. we're not setting the minigun up in here. The corridor stretches almost as far as you can see, but about halfway to the far wall, there's a large circular area which is completely free of any other structures except for the obelisk. It's raised up on a plain but finely built pedestal, not wanting to detract from the beauty of the artwork itself. And then sitting atop that is the obelisk. I mean, in person, it's only half a meter tall by tens of centimeters wide and long. It's What's remarkable of, about it it's got pride of is place that in the vault. its dimensions are almost impossible to discern from looking at it. You can only see the edge of it. Within it is an incredibly detailed galaxy. But whatever direction you're looking at the obelisk from, your perspective against the galaxy trapped inside it never changes. It is always facing you in the same direction. Oh, that's interesting. It's got an environment map on it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Mm, hmm. 
is how I'd describe it. It's more like you're looking from a camera and this is a TV screen. So the camera's uh, a like, viewport, but the... Like that, except the TV screen is always facing you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the TV screen follows you around. They're not asking what more than one person see when they look at it from different angles because... Well, it's different know. things, presumably. <laughs> no. right, I, I imagine everyone sees the same thing. It's just it's the same thing no matter where you're stood. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. Um, its shape is indeterminable, so that you wouldn't see all of the picture. Yeah. But you, you could see the galaxy. You can yeah, see the galaxy, but the edges of what it. angle you look at it at, you can only see the same part of the galaxy, and it's always yeah. facing you. It's a image. It's a flat 2D yeah. image. Yeah, so how high is it up off the ground? It's raised about uh, probably desk height. So, what's that? About maybe a metre and a bit. It's a clearly been designed for viewing. It is apparently completely unprotected, though. It doesn't have its own glass around. Oh, so Ryder can just, like, climb up the side of the um, the pedestal and tap it with her claw if she wanted to. Try it? Are you going to try that? I Radar's going to touch it. Before we do anything else, Nessa, do you mind we're just going to check something? <laughs> oh, don't be alarmed. You can look oh, at it, on, of course. Uh, you won't be able to touch it. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to touch the thing. Are you going to try and touch the thing? Yeah, I'm going to try and touch the thing. Are you going to tell Nesta first, or...? Oh, we did say, yeah, we're going to check something. Oh, Radar sort of, like, gone up to it and is, like, really close to it and is just sort of slowly moving a finger towards it at this point. Because we told him and Radar touched it. <laughs> yeah. In a split second, a glass case slams up from the floor, completely around it. There we go. Oh, okay, alright. Found what I was looking for. Nesta just, like, smiles slightly. Of course, whilst Iago and I appreciate that a glass enclosure around the obelisk does detract a lot from its beauty. It was still necessary to maintain some level of security around it. So whilst it can be viewed, it is quite impossible to touch it. There's motion sensors completely surrounding the obelisk. How thick is this glass? It appears to be glass. You can't probably. actually tell from looking at it. It's probably going to be probably. some sort of polycomposite alloy. Impact perspex, probably. Yeah. And it goes all the way from the bottom right to the ceiling. Yeah, it's completely surrounded from top to bottom. And Does then, an alarm uh, go off or anything with this? When this Happens? No, uh, Nesta saw uh, Radar reaching out to it and he's already... But, but it would do normally, though. Normally an alarm would be set off. Okay. Ah. Okay. And then he's going to tap on his data pad again and then the thing slowly retracts back down to the ground. Credentials recognized. Nestor, Kurt, Albion. And you can see the full beauty of it again. That's cool, but can I actually touch it? Uh, it's a priceless work of art. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend touching it, Radar. You don't know what it is. You'll get fingerprints. <laughs> exactly what it is. No, you don't. I suppose if yes, you I must do. touch it, and he taps on his data pad again, thank and you. then very gently reaches out. Just touch it. Nothing happens. Oh, okay, this year, thank God. The obelisk from the pedestal and hands it to Radar. I'm going to hold this perfect galaxy in my hands. It's completely weightless. This. Wow. <laughs> okay, so it's weightless. Does it have like a firm edge to it? It does. You can feel edges on it, but can you like chuck it up in the air? I am not throwing this. Should... <laughs> well, I mean, you can try because some some oh. cool mechanics happen. But... Okay, sure. I I gently. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I gently throw it in my hand. As you release it from your hand, it just slowly drifts to a stop okay. and it's in zero gravity, and then just hovers. Whoa. Whoa, this shit is trippy. Like I said, there's uh, some pretty remarkable properties to this uh, piece of work. Yeah, uh, so it's hovering. 
Ryder reaches really? up and, and plucks it out of the air and, and looks into it. As soon as you as soon as you grab it to move it, you can feel it. It's completely weightless, but no matter what you do, if you're to let go of it, it will just quickly drift to a stop and then just stay where it is. Baffy, Baffy, come and look at this. Relative to the planet. I'm going to be the other side of it. Can Ryder see me through it? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to hold it up like a lens and try and look yeah, at yeah. radar through it. Nope, you cannot see through it. All you yeah. can see is the galaxy inside it, and again, it's always facing you. It's also interesting that it's floating, but it's locked to this planet, not space. Might have um, some sort of zero-point energy to it. We yeah, actually about it is you can't perceive any temperature difference when you touch it, so it doesn't feel warm or cold. It's just neutral, completely neutral, suspended in space. Yep. But Baffy, look yeah. how purple it is. There is no yeah, yeah. So if you can get some sort of um, psychic. Uh, presence from yeah, like anything non non sciencey at this, I'll offer it. If it is a small galaxy, you think about how many people are living in there. Yeah, well, I got twenty three. So okay, okay. Well, it was more than that. Sorry. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's emitting no psychic energy whatsoever, as far as you can tell, or mystic energy. Hmm. Yeah, it's very pretty. I don't. It's very pretty. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't trust things that float around the air when they shouldn't. But otherwise, yes, it's like it does. You trust that? Well, I know how it should float in the air, though. I don't know how this should. Do you? You're not an engineer. I listen to you talk incessantly every day. Then you know, <laughs> then you know this is a battery. So I don't know what this is, but uh, you can have it. <laughs> 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 Looks yeah. like a galaxy to me, Radar. Yeah, it's like a galaxy. Yeah, it's a big marble or something. Thereby, it's a battery. Anyway. Uh, Nesta very gently takes the, uh, the obelisk back from you. Uh, he procures from one of his pockets a polishing cloth and gently wipes it down. <laughs> wipes the otter and coyote grease <laughs> off of it. It's like fucking <laughs> spit and oil. He's like, that yeah, is yeah. And then very gently places it back on the column, and he has to he has to push down it slightly to make sure it doesn't sort of hover above the column. So that data pad, does anyone else have access to that data pad? Because you deactivated the security just with that in a matter of seconds. Oh, this is, these are my personal engineering tools. Uh, I'm the only person that can access or use any of these. In the I same see. way that I'm the only person that can control Bob, of course. But nobody else has um, access to. Not even the Iago? The... the only people with datapads similar to mine are Iago, Malbec, and Jagasta. The credentials for anyone else have to be personally validated by myself or one of them before access is granted. So in theory, you could grant access to somebody, they could make it through that hallway and then come into here because you allowed them to. Only with myself present. Or Iago, or Malbec, or Jagasta. Oh, hmm. okay. No one will write that. Since you, you asked about the uh, the air for this vault as well, mm. allow me to show you the garden. There's, the name garden. Garden. There's a small spiral staircase in one corner which is down to a lower level of the vault. What looks like a small garden. So there's, uh, there's like 20 or so trees growing. There's a lawn with grass. There's a small creek running through it. All the uh, the oxygen for this, build, for this section of the building is provided by plants in this section of the room. That way, you the need for any kind of ventilation in or out. That's great. Without <laughs> like that, that's very cool. That's very cool. Hmm. Um, Ryder is still going to inspect the garden because plants are going to need irrigation. There is a, uh, a water source that runs. It appears from the ground itself. the uh, The garden itself is completely self-sustaining. the uh, The water supply for it is tapped into via an underground reservoir, 
beyond that, it's, uh, it's more or less self-regulating. Every so often I come down and uh, mow the grass and prune the trees, but beyond that, it's uh, an elegant solution for a refined collection. It's very nice. I'm just um, trying to keep an eye out for outside sources, ways people can get in other than that elevator. I don't know. The vault was very deliberately designed to only allow access via that elevator. Uh, Rod is going to inspect the uh, the water pumps facilities for um, fueling this garden. You have to dive into the pond to do that. Okay, I'll dive into the pond. Be right back in a sec, guys. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, every puddle we find. I mean, the pond itself is probably like 10 or so meters deep at its deepest point. There's some, some koi fish in there and a school of other smaller fish. Right, it licks her lips but then decides against it. There have to be a whole ecosystem in, contained within this one room. Yep. <laughs> yeah, who, who tends to this room? Nesta does. Okay. This entire vault is his baby. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so he built this? Uh, he didn't build it, but he introduced elements like the only way in and out being the lift. All the other ways have been sealed. Uh, so basically, this is a natural cavern, but ah. it's fined. So there's no one pump uh, pumping in water from the outside on the surface? There is a regulation uh, system. So if you go to the very bottom, you can see there's a probably about a three-inch pipe with a grate across it. And beneath that, there is a pump, which is regulating the uh, the flow of natural spring water into the cavern. Okay, so I'm not going to be able to fit down there. Uh, it's to prevent it from flooding or from running dry, basically. Yeah, okay. Anything going to get through there is just like four or four folk we met. Uh-oh. Okay, so yeah, Ryder swims back up to the top and pops out and shakes a soft dry like a dog. <laughs> Takes one of the koi carp out of her pocket and plops it back in and pats it and says, um, <laughs> Okay, um, doesn't look like there's uh, any way in down there like I was suspecting there would be. You Looks are. like the only way in is that elevator. I feel like you just wanted to swim. That too. <laughs> I, I have been missing it. Yeah, you did just jump right in there. We didn't really have much response to stop you or anything. Last trip to the water park didn't exactly Just, Just straight into that water. I'm not going to lie, I've been missing it. Would you like a towel? No, I'm good, I'm good. It, I've got thick fur, it'll dry naturally. <laughs> this is poofy rider. <laughs> rider with like sodding wet clothes. Just slick. <laughs> Again, could have held your clothes for you, don't know why you're stirring with your clothes. It's fine, like, start making the blowy wind. What's, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> How long have you got? Uh, <laughs> don't answer that. Alright, so. like to see while you're here? Um, weaponry. Is there any kind of weaponry in the vault? Oh, of course. None of it's for use. These are only ornamental and decorative items, but uh, I can show you to the weapons wing. Oh, I meant more like anything like. Stealing mouth oh, gathering guns or something. Yeah. Yeah, laser grid, sentry uh, guns, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. In the event that unauthorized access were to be detected and someone were to uh, somehow make their way down the elevator, yes, there is a, a series of laser grids which will seal off the vault. The idea being to trap whoever has breached security in place that they can be retrieved and questioned. Seems fair. Yeah, seems legit to me. Yeah. I mean, the idea would be that if someone were to somehow breach security, we wouldn't want them dead, but uh, they would be detained in such a way that they would not be able to make it any further, and certainly not be able to touch or remove any of the incredibly valuable works of art. Of course. <clears throat> of course, of course. Well, um, I think that's pretty much all we need to see for the moment. Thank you, Nesta. It's been uh, very helpful. Yeah, thanks, Nesta. Nice.
I'm glad you enjoyed the tour. Quite. Thank you, Bob. And uh, if there are any suggestions... Uh, hang on. Yep. Mm. What are the walls made of? They're made of crystal, it looks like. Mm. I'm gonna go and tap on walls. What the hell? Crystal? It's... There's a very solid resistance. Ah, so you say it's about three to six feet of reinforced steel around this room. So the door is made of thick steel to the elevator. When the yeah. door opens, you're basically... Have you ever seen a geode? Yes. Yeah. If you imagine one of them, but it's big enough for you to stand inside, and it's probably... Oh, why didn't you say so? Daph is super into it now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah like, Daph oh, is right. the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was like a geode. Just ignoring oh, yeah. the artwork and just looking yeah, at the wall. She, she stops questioning Nestor and goes, ah, right, one second. She ignores Ryder being wet and she goes and checks out the wall. <laughs> hey, Daph, check, check out this geode. No, she's, uh, she's, uh, she's <laughs> way into it. Purple. Um, in fact, you know what? Um, how, like... Radar tapped it earlier, like, how tough is this? Like, what could this hold up against in theory? I feel like we need to go and check outside and other places. Outer crystalline structure, I think this is. This uh, seems like... And I have to just do some shopping real quick. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I see, Bath. Uh, yeah. Ryder's going to um, sort of put her ear against the floor and tap on it and try and gauge how thick it is and what it's made of. Yeah, like, could you blow through this in theory? Like, with, you know, dynamite? anyone is has been carved out and polished flat but uh, i mean it's a crystalline structure isn't it yeah well, the walls are but what about the floor concentrated sound could rupture this but i don't know how thick and what kind of project uh, you need i mean beneath you is the planet there's mm. there's no <laughs> structure or anything like that that we know of yeah the only section where there's anything beneath you is the garden area because the garden is built on a level beneath the main gallery mm. I kind of want to set a sentry gun up in that garden now. You could set yeah. it up in the garden, but it wouldn't have reached... The only place it would be able to cover is the garden itself, because the garden is on a lower level. It seems like that has the most um, security bridge potential out of all of this. The elevator leads out into the gallery. If you were to walk into the gallery, you see all the artwork. And then to one side, there is a separate staircase, which only leads from the gallery to the garden, which is directly below it. And you can see pretty much through the floor into the gallery from the garden, and vice versa, because it's crystalline. But in some way, if you can tunnel in to the- Yeah, if you got into the garden- If you could tunnel into the garden, then potentially you could get as far as getting up the stairs, and then you'd be detected by either the cameras, which are littered around the building, or the motion detection sensors, or the heat sensors. Assuming you were corporeal. Assuming you were corporeal in some way, of course. Yeah, the other thing is, this, like, the crystalline structure is nothing special. That most of the surface of this part of the planet of Query is a giant geode that's been brought up to surface level from the deep core. Mm. So, oh, so this is, this is all over the place. It looks very pretty, but you'll find it pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, the only reason that the outside cliff that it's built into doesn't look like that it's just because it's been eroded and covered in sort of dirt and topsoil and trees the second nessa tells her that it, it, you can find it everywhere she loses complete interest yeah as you can agree it's uh, a beautiful collection well worth preserving and protecting which is Absolutely. why i expect that you'll do a stellar job during the time that uh, this threat exists well we'll do our best but i hope you understand that we need to ask a lot of questions to make sure we can get this place as secure as possible Mm. Uh, I feel right. Nesta, just real quick. I, I, I did want to ask earlier, but it seemed a bit rude. So I definitely didn't say anything to anyone. But uh, your security detail you mentioned. The the twins? Oh, Maldek and Jocasta, yes. Yes. What's, what's their deal? What, what, what's going on there? 
what's you know are, are they dating oh, oh. <laughs> i thought for myself it's just you know i think they're very busy <laughs> my god wow <laughs> jesus bad. Uh, quite a tragic tale really uh, oh jesus oh <laughs> I'm um, just gonna look over the radar and do the. Ooh, no, I don't want to. I want to ask these guys. Hey, what happened to your tragic tale? I'll ask this dude instead. abort. I mean, Why? I suppose whilst they they maintain it's quite a private thing, I don't suppose they have any issue with me telling you. It's just that um, we want Malbec. to know as much as we can about the stuff. You understand? Well, Malbec used to have a human brother back quite a long time ago. Until I understand that uh, Malbec's brother died, and uh, around the time that his brother died. Jocasta, the new android, appeared. Completely similar in appearance to, to his, his brother himself. I've not oh. asked any of the details as to it, but uh, I was more than happy to employ the android. They were incredibly well qualified. They seemed to already know a great deal about maintaining the security detail around this building, so I was quite happy to allow them to maintain employment here. Did he die on the job or anything? Oh no, they've never told me the details. I understand there was an accident of some kind. But uh, Albert himself was almost inconsolable with grief. We we allowed him a month of leave just to. Uh, oh, a whole month! Wow. I mean, his brother died, and you, you know, you have a month off. That's, that's... Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm sorry. I feel like maybe a little bit more time. I mean, it's not like you couldn't afford it. The guy's brother died. It's happened, Bath. Ice, <laughs> ice cold. Mm. No, well, she's not talking to um, Jocasta or Malbec. She's talking to Nesta about how they, how he handled Malbec's um, um, well, grief. Yeah, this isn't the time for better man. It's time for like, oh, I thought you guys would look up it more than that. We, we allowed him to work. He did. Beyond that, he was. Uh, it seemed like he was ready to return to work. He at least intimated to us that he was intending to resume positions alongside uh, Jocasta. His, his he friend. may have wanted to just to get back to work to take his mind off things, Beth. Mm, yeah, I do understand that. Uh, that is a thing. All right, well, thank you for mentioning it. Of course, we won't mention that you told us. Um, we understand it's private. We just want to know, to be sure of everyone that's you know, going to be working with us. Yes, yeah, like I said, Jocasta seems well qualified and suited for the position. Almost like he'd been doing it his entire life, really. Right, right. That's not ominous at all. Thank you for <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Appreciate it. Um, I guess we should get some more, like, details of the vault while we were about, right? Uh, like, of course. Are we still? Oh no, this is out, this is out of character. But are okay. we still going to go through with plan in infiltrate the vault? Or I'm not sure now. I want to have a word with Jester. Uh, you've um, you've raised some suspicions, Beth. Yes. Like how he murdered his brother and put his brain in a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he bumped him off or anything, but he bumped him off. Radio. Stop. Stop. Oh, I'm out of character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, okay. That was meta. Um, okay. I do apologize. I'll, I'll roll back. Please explain so. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I should have said something. My bad. Because uh, it's right. getting very hard to tell. Could you, yeah, because you don't do a voice, it's hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> so, should we, like, we're here anyway. Should we just do a quick, like, you know, do you feel I've like got everything we need to if we're going to go through this plan? Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if we should actually tell Nesta that we're doing the, um, the security. Now, the more people the more people know, the less likely we can get a good job of it. Well, the idea is that we um, the idea is that we dupe um, his security team, not him. If he knows about it, he can put an oh, yeah. stop to it. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. up to you. Are we, are we meta? But, yeah, we're meta. I'm assuming you're still meta rather than you're just openly discussing breaking into the vault. Yeah. <laughs> in, front of him, in, front of him, yeah. <laughs> in this big echoey cave. Yeah. Okay, how about, this? how about we go to Yago first? 
Otherwise, there's no point talking to, to Nessa at all, which can make yeah. suspicious. Yaga may, may, Yaga may just say no. So, yeah, I think we should do that first. Yeah. Okay, uh, anything else? We, we can just call him. We don't need to, like, go, go see him soon. Well, I mean, we're still in the room with um, Nestor and Bob. And Bob. 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 Bob's just curled up and idling. Rudder goes up to him and, and, and pats, pats Bob. Oh, he makes happy eyes. At... <gasps> so, yeah, let's, uh, let's do a quick surveillance of this place. Uh, what is the geode made of? Is it made of quartz, like a normal geode, or...? Something else. It's a crystalline material. It's, it appears to be incredibly dense. It's translucent. Hmm. Uh, lightly coloured with a sort of purple reddish hue. And you say the entire planet's um, crust is made of this stuff? Not the entire planet, just this section of it at the surface. After the topsoil, okay. Yeah. Is there anywhere like, uh, anywhere that looks like a good hiding places in this hall, in this, uh, the hallway of the vault? There's nowhere enclosed or protected. The cameras have been designed to clearly get a 360-degree sweep of the entire area. Hmm. It's It's been designed so there's nowhere where someone could skulk. Should we ask to talk to, to Holmst? Well, they're not here yet. Yeah, he wouldn't be... Uh, nobody within Yaga's household will be in charge of that because Holmst is his own entity. That's what I'm saying. Should we ask if we can, like, go, like, you know, can we go see him? Can we get a cab to his place? Just have a quick word. <laughs> to get a capture this place, but like rocking out outside Bill Gates' house and like, hello. Well, yeah, we we'll, look. We'll have, we'll have, um, we'll have. No, we can't tell them. Oh, we're doing that thing in stolen and that like that. I don't think we're going to get to interview Holmst because yeah. that's just not going to happen. That's not how this works. They are a known suspect, though, so I think yeah. the initial security team will be able to deal with that. You know what? What? No, I was going to say, what if we check out Hertz because they own an art gallery? We could just go go there. You could literally just rock up there and buy a ticket and get in. Mm. It is 120 credits each, though. Oh, we spent a lot of money gearing up for this. I'm not spending yeah, 120 credits to go to an art gallery. I mean, it is a very nice art gallery. It's, it's more of a classical style than... Uh, this is a better art. art gallery. It has stuff that works in it. Yeah. I mean, oh, the, guns, the guns in this gallery do still work, but they're just all preserved behind glass screens. Mm. I'm, I'm easy, guys. What do you want to do? I mean, there's a lot of technological uh, defences going on here. Baffy, is there any kind of um, psychic defence in here? Oh, good idea. Uh, I mean, we just ask. Yeah. So, uh, this, oh, yeah. There you go. You ask. Go on. You, you know what you're talking about. I don't. Listen, we, as as I just mentioned, there's a lot of technological defence in here. But what about anything? I know that magic is rare, but it's still a thing. Do you have any kind of magical defences here? I have to admit, it's not something we've actively considered, really. We've never had to really think about threats beyond the physical. That could cause uh, a problem. I imagine that even a magical construct would still need to manifest themselves within the vault in order to do anything, so... What about someone just using magic? Yeah, but to do what? I mean, in what way, how do you mean? I don't know. I, I, look, I look at way too many witch spells to answer that question. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, mind control, for instance. Fascinating. Hmm. Say somebody um, hacked into your mind, and this is just hypothetical, someone hacks into your mind, they have access to all of your thoughts, all of the security details, and they can just puppet you to come down here and put some magic woo portal there that they can just pop the obelisk through and it's never seen again. That's the nightmare scenario I've got in my mind, and I want to stop that from happening. I suppose technically someone could 
well, were they able to compel myself or Iago to allow them access to the vault, they'd, uh, they'd still be picked up by the security detail who monitor the uh, the camera for you 24-7. Yeah, but it's it's you. They'll just see you. Mm. Oh, hold on. I've got um, I've got uh, my mind circlers. Yeah, are oh. they for us? Those are for us, though. Well, I mean, yeah, they're for us, yeah. But, I mean, we could... Uh, he can buy one. <laughs> <laughs> if we put those on, we'll be immune to... Um whatever effects are happening to the security detail. So we'll be able yeah, to stop them. We're also immune to Baffy. And Baffy. Do you have them? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I bought two. Yeah. Okay, who's wearing them right now? No one. No one. Oh, I left in the yeah. room. Oh, uh, Nesta's going to make a note of that. In theory, you get Nesta with Chikasa and then Malfa can give them circles. Although I don't know about Chikasa. Well, not yet. We need to, um, need to interview them. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I, you know... I'll let you handle that one. It's, uh... uh I'm, I'm tired. No, I understand, Baffy. <laughs> okay, Ryder is going to um, psychically talk to Baffy and say, um, I'm happy with the setup. I don't think there's any way I could get inside. Hmm. I, I don't see, see anyone else in, in, in her mind as well. I guess we can just go. I mean, you sure, sure you don't want to try and, uh, want to try? No, I'm, I'm happy with this. There's no way I could um, see that I can steal this thing with my operative abilities. Hang on, who hired us? The insurance company. No, technically, the insurance company mandated that someone be hired and that they be made aware of it. Uh, oh. You were chosen based on... Nesta hired us. Nesta yeah. looking around to see people that have made like pretty impressive things lately and choosing you guys because you're affordable and you fit the best. Wow. Yeah. Where were we even advertising? <laughs> V's got a lot of questions. We had right? this we had this conversation last time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so much advertising but you you're making a name for yourselves like Yeah, you we 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 live on a lawless um space station. We own the bar which we blew everyone out of. We had a, a colony <laughs> on a planet named after us. Yeah, we we we're, we're known by now at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but as pains V, you are like you have a reputation. V tries oh, right. to kill everyone who goes, Wow, the crew are like a seven. <laughs> you were too much. <laughs> and you were the last known life forms on planet Lysander as well. <laughs> Probably left some DNA there. Oh, yeah. Oh, plenty. <laughs> tra trail of pee. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. We, we got to up our rates. I feel, I feel like we should really like, put our rates up on this. No, you've been fairly compensated. Yeah, we have. <laughs> No, but you said affordable. That that sounds cheap. But then we asked for more money. Remember, I yeah. am a luxury few can afford. That's why uh, I got us more pay. But... Uh, and uh, Yargo can afford you. You're a liability few can afford. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Table one. No, Baff. Baff ba ba just laughs. <laughs> I kill you later. <laughs> <laughs> there would be only one. <laughs> And Nesta's like, I don't mean to intrude, but I do have other appointments today. Oh, right, Nesta, you are also here as well. Uh, yes, Nesta, can't, Nesta can't leave until you leave. <laughs> That's a very good point. Let's stay here. <laughs> Activating laser ray. <laughs> Bob asks as we go. Bob asks you. Does he? What does he say? <laughs> Nesta has other appointments today. As you can appreciate, he is required to maintain a presence in the vault while you're here to prevent any security systems being activated. Oh, of course, yeah. of course, Bob. Thank you, much appreciated. Right. <laughs> Bash says to this is the most polite he's to anyone. 
Alright, so let's get back up in this elevator then. Yep, back up to the top. And you want to go talk to Jocasta again? Or at least people uh, on back want to talk to Jocasta? <laughs> no, no, no she doesn't. I'll, I'll go talk to like, her. It was, it was so awkward, like she's never been had a conversation like before. She was like, what happened? That's most of my conversations. Yeah. <laughs> you did have like the best brain part. <laughs> why are you a robot? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, half of the was like, ah, this is bad. <laughs> Tell me your secrets. But we do know that, that they don't consider each other brothers, they just, he's only been around this a while. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can just do a quick recap. Malbec ha used to have a brother, you didn't get their brother's name. One day, <laughs> there was an accident, uh, as far as Nestor is aware, and uh, Malbec's brother was killed. Malbec was allowed time to grieve suitably, and when Malbec returned, he brought with him Jocasta to fill his brother's old position. Nestor assessed Jocasta, found them highly competent and suitable for the role, and employed them. Plot twist, it's going to be the dead brother who's actually alive steals the artifact. So we get back upstairs in the lift? Yep. yep. I'll let yep. you guys handle talking to Jocasta and um, Malbec. Nestor and Bob have gone off to do work. Right away, just bye-bye to Bob. Me too. And Nestor. Bob, Bob picks their tail. Yeah. Okay, um, Ryder is going to make her way back to Malbec and Jocasta's room. Jocasta's room is empty. Uh, Malbec is in their room, if you're not familiar. Um, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll tap on um, Malbec's room. Hello? Hello? Hello, um, is uh, Jocasta in there? Oh, no, uh, Jocasta's on duty at the moment. I'm just, uh, I'm at rest. Oh, that's uh, fine. Sorry to bother you. Uh, do you know where Jocasta is? The... Oh, yeah, they're up on the security deck. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. At this point, it's like late evening. So the sun has fully set. The other sun is almost entirely set. Mm. Okay. Uh, Ryder's going to cross up to the security deck and have a look at the um, the security system. As you're going up, for a second, there's like a flickering of the lights. Just like uh, a gentle... Uh, uh, did, did you see the lights flicker just then? Did I? Uh, DM? <laughs> uh, roll perception. Okay. 16 on the dice, so... Yeah, go for it. If you were standing by a light switch and you were to go brr, brr, and flick it on and off really quickly... Yeah, uh, is, that, is that a symptom of, like, a power surge? I think so. I'm not an engineer, but, yeah. I am. Make an engineer roll on that. Yeah. yeah. Engineering roll. Oh, it's 8 on the dice. Plus 15. 23. You tell me, Coyote. Yep, that sort of thing would be symptomatic of a power surge. Well, Rudder Butt, that's your good old-fashioned centuries-old power surge. That's a problem, seeing as a lot of the defense systems are electric. Yes, what powers this base? I don't, I don't know. You're yeah, the engineer. You wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, oh, now I'm, I'm the engineer. I'm okay. the they're right in front of us. You've always been the engineer. Yeah, at this point, you're up at the security deck. Okay. Uh, yeah, when V's right. not around, you've always been the engineer. Yes, V would know it was a battery. Well, if we have to do this, Jocasta's Jocast there, right? <laughs> I miss right. me. Uh, they don't seem to have reacted to the Oh, person. so yeah, have they reacted to the, the light flickering at all? Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your tour around the vault, then. It's uh, some what pretty nice... Light, Anna. Did you not see the light flicker? Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, don't worry too much about that. That happens every uh, night around this time. The, uh, the main power source for this building is uh, a solar array that beams electricity down from one of the two suns but around about this time of the night it drops below the horizon and the building switches to internal batteries until uh, the satellites are back in view again so i won't write about it too much it happens what, you're, what you're, is your standby in case the solar array fails because i'm guessing the night batteries have to charge during the day 
I mean, the batteries themselves could power the building for probably a week on their own if they wanted to, but we keep them topped up with the solar array. Diago was uh, very insistent this entire place be self-sufficient. Water supply piped down from the lower depths of the planet, so electricity beamed down from his own private satellite array. He has a private satellite array. Of course he yeah. does, Ray Dari. He's got a galaxy in a box. Of course he's got his own satellites. Yeah, a lot of the food and meat supplied to this place is locally grown as well. Like I said, the guy's big on uh, self-sufficiency. He doesn't like to have to rely on outside influences. Yeah, I can respect that. But this this power surge, it only lasted less than a second. What controls it? Is this system all automated? Oh, yeah. There's a central core processing system that sort of runs the engineering aspects of the house. Myself, Decaster, and any other part of the security team can override and control aspects, and most of the time, we let the automation deal with it. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Are, are we not going to ask you about like being here for two years? I mean, well, we can. You, you can. <laughs> so, Come on, Decaster, uh, how long have you been doing this job? Because we spoke to Malbec earlier. He'd be doing it for six, but um, oh, maybe what? Uh, probably maybe about two years at this point. It's. Uh, Alrighty, what did you do before then? Well, well, nothing really. I was only only came into existence a few years ago. Oh, so where did you get all of the the memories and data to do this job then? I because I imagine it would be an experience based thing. I just always knew it. Don't really know how I know. It just felt natural to me. Okay, it's just something I've had I've had an interest in for a while. Robotics, androids, that sort of thing. Cyborgs. <clears throat> hmm. What's your earliest memory, Hedgecaster? Oh, uh... If you don't mind me asking, I know it's personal. Waking up for the first time, I was in a in a room. Uh, I remember I was hooked up to machines, but there's a blinding light surrounding me. And then I was just aware that I was alone in this room. And then, and then I met Malbec for the first time. He came into the room. He seemed so concerned about me. It was weird. Like, I'd never met him before, but he was really interested in... Making sure that I was all right, and Malbec after that, was there when you were born. Yeah, he's never told me why he was there, but I've never really had cause to question it. I, uh, I know, I know how you feel. I know what you mean. And then beyond that, I found myself looking for work, and he introduced me to Yago. Vouched for me. I, I went through an interviewing process. They, they vetted me. They looked into every aspect of my, my life, and decided that they're happy with me working here. The best for it's not much to do, and it's a nice excuse to kick around some fine art and nice stuff. It's more an appreciation for the finer things in life, right? Mm, it, um, <laughs> so, out of out of character, like this is making Baphomet very uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, she's like, well, they're doing a job, and like this seems this seems a bit weird, but okay. So she's like, okay, well, um, I don't know if you're aware, but you look a lot like Malbec. Are you? Is it is it like a father son thing or like a? brotherly thing. He did have a brother I believe. Yeah, he doesn't like talking about his brother. They, they died like before I even existed. They used to race speeders and there was a crash. I know that uh, Malbec got away with only minor injuries but his brother he was inconsolable I'm told. But Okay, well, should we talk to Malbec now? This seems like such an awkward conversation to yeah, have. Yeah, this, this seems like such a back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> ask someone about their dead brother. Yeah. 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 So you're dead brother. <laughs> again, yeah, you know, for are, for once, are... Radar's entirely blunt and like terrible bit about mana could be useful. <laughs> we, we, I am not. 
Sorry, you're not having a conversation. We started off as like security officers, but then we just turned into detectives in the middle of the campaign. (laughs) I mean, there is there is an amount of detecting to be done. You are protecting something, so it's diligent to sort of flesh out threats. And I I mean, this this seems like smart thing to do. Get to know where we get up to, what everyone's deal is. On the other hand, if you walk into his room and be like, so your dead brother, he's probably going to lamp you. Yeah, plus we did get a great yeah. start. VR <laughs> is the best one for that, to be lamped. That's what, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Get in there, ask him. Depends which side he goes for. I mean, you could kill Radar, he'll probably just get better. Actually, hang on, let's, let's ask, let's ask. Um, Jocasta, if we wanted to tactfully ask Malbec about this, just, you know, so we know more about the team we're working with, how would the tactful way to be to be asking about uh, his brother's death and... Oh... Is he like? Does he not like talk that kind of thing at all, or could he coax around? But I mean, there's some newsreel about the incident. I'm pretty sure I could dig it out of the archives if you're really that curious. But don't know how it'd help you guys. Then he's gonna. That's fine. That's fine. We're 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 just we're just trying to cover all the bases. He just taps on his data pad and then uh, taps his data pad against yours quickly, and there's some new files. It's just uh, some news articles from the incident. Oh, okay, nice. Mm. is going to do a, a quick read-through of them. So, you've got one news article that describes the uh, accidental death of someone out on the plane during a speed race. Uh, the other one contains some footage. There's a large solar sailor that's hurtling across a flat plane when all of a sudden one of the engines pitters out and dies and the entire thing tromples into the ground. Holy oh, shit, man. someone filmed oh, it? That's wow. That's yeah, why wouldn't these things be filmed? You see a single body flung from the wreckage as it tumbles, and then the footage cuts. I really want to find out. Like, it seems like Malbec commissioned Jocasta or something. Yeah. Mm. Certainly had a mate to spec. Yeah, but I mean, mm, but it feels let's, like you know, was... let's 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 spend some time like setting up our, our defenses. Yeah. yeah, it does feel like there was some element of psychological damage involved in the creation of Jocasta. Yeah. Mm. Where do you want to put your your minigun? <laughs> I reckon in the elevator. Be a nasty yeah. surprise for anyone trying to use it. In the corner, in the roof. Mm. You can put it in the elevator directly, but you'll need Nestor again to bring the elevator up. Oh, God. Mm. Let's put it at the entrance to the elevator. And how are you going to program it? That's the point. What kind of target is it looking for? <laughs> if you put a gun in the, ele- in the entrance way that shoots anyone that walks past... You'll that's, be... that's bad news, yeah. <laughs> Bear in mind, he has like a waiting staff, an engineering team, a laboratory team. It's Nina, busy. We get it. Bob. Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob. Uh, is it worth like, talking to the other members of the crew? I guess if only those four can enter it. They're the ones who have to be, they're the ones who have to be either trying to get it or they're being dangerous ones, yeah, trying to get it. They are the ones who have to be compromised in order to access the... Um, the obelisk. I mean, we can if if Chikasa and I have to guard Iago anyway. We can just like stay with them, and yeah. then I'm actually more keep... concerned about Iago getting um, kidnapped and all of this and forcing yeah. our hand. So where is Iago at this point? Iago is in the upper reaches. He's with uh, his family. He's with his family, he's got like a wife and two kids. He's got a wife and two kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's news. They could be compromised. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to we have to take him into custody. Yeah, we're gonna have to interview them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna ask them about their robot brother. 
<laughs> I'm going to ask uh, Jocasta, um So, Iago's private quarters. I I gather he would want it to be as um, discreet as possible. But what's the security systems like on the upper levels? I mean, as part of our protection, we keep an eye on everyone entering and exiting anywhere that can even lead to his quarters. But beyond that, one of his specific requests was that there be no surveillance inside his personal quarters. But of course, you know, why would you have a, a camera inside the boss's office? Yeah. But, I mean, we're fairly certain that it's secure. He's he's well kept after. He has We keep track on him. If there's any uh, reason for him to be concerned, he can summon either of us with just a tap. Hmm. Or any other member of the security team, to be honest. Beyond that, he's not entirely unadept at fighting as well, from what I've heard. Huh. Well, that's news to me. So, yeah, what, is he yeah. skilled in melee or um, weaponry? Yeah, apparently. Oh, but you didn't hear this from me, of course, but apparently when he was younger, he used to get into all sorts of scraps. Hmm. Red, a bit of a lad then. Rivals and while doing business, stuff like that. Sounds but about right. Never seen him fight personally, but... Hmm. Hopefully you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about planetary shielding? Like in terms of the entire world, because uh, Radar and myself had a very strange experience when we first landed. Is there some sort of planetary shielding or uh, defense grid happening with the satellites? Eh, not I'm aware of. I don't really look after anything more than this house. You'd have to talk to maybe the head of security. You've met Elena, someone like that. But as far as I'm aware, I don't know what sort of plant planetary protection this place has. Hmm. I just look after the mansion, really. Yeah, that makes sense. But yes, anyway, I think we should interview one Elena, just real quick, before the, before the sun sets. Do you think we can get her, like, on side, like, to help us? That would be good. She's not, like, in the employ of Yago. She's just, like, a cop, right? Nope, she's not in any way related to Yago or his thing. Her, her remit is she's the chief of police and security for the main city at Query. Right, okay. Mm. I just want to find out more about this planet, because um, Radar had and myself had a a screaming android in our dreams well, as soon as we arrived. Yeah. Yeah, are there any other androids around here actually, uh, Jacasta? Like, not just, you know, you and What's I, that? but around. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure some of the cleaning staff, some of the uh, the engineers, I know one of the lab techs, android as well. I mean, beyond that, I mean, sure? this is a Kasafa homeworld, but there's androids, there's humans, there's all sorts of that. Lab tech sounds like a pretty good, like, go-to. Yeah, I think we should check out the lab tech. Because hmm. we, were, we were in the lab a little while ago, but we yeah. just looked at Shin left. Yeah, so you leave Jocasta to his business. He's oh, thank you, Jocasta. Have a good evening. He's keeping a diligent eye on uh, the security panels. On the uh, the numerous feeds, you can see there's cameras sweeping the entire of the vault at all times from a direct feed. Well, are, there any, um, are there any blind spots on the cameras? Not that you can see. Well, I think we've got everything out of your cash we can. I um, think so, yeah. We've got yeah. Elena. Elena. Elena and the lab tech, I guess. Yep, uh, you can go back to the lab. It's empty at this time. Everyone's gone to do their personal stuff. In Everyone's gone home. <laughs> very late evening at this point, so you'd probably have to go to his crew quarters. We don't even know. He just mentioned there was an android. We don't even know who he is. And he didn't ask his name either. So. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Not that you guys never do that. As you're progressing out of the hall, you notice that the lights flicker again for a second, but again... That's really uh, clever. How often is that happen? happening a second time? Yeah. I can understand it once. Oh, two suns. Oh, okay, two suns. So it flickers so once when one sun goes down, flickers another time when the other sun goes down. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. 
Uh, you're now in late evening. We can probably pause it here. Okay. I mean, there is, you know, away from the house, away from everything, there's a, a Kasatha in a shadowy room there. You can't see their face or anything more than their outline, but they put their fingers together. And all you hear is, and here we go. Thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, and a bunch of other podcast websites. If you like what you're hearing, tell your friends. Maybe give us a good rating on iTunes while you're at it. We are at Cosmopunk.net, and we also have a Twitter at Cosmopunks, with an S. If you want more Cosmo content in the meantime, we now have a Patreon, where we'll be occasionally uploading artwork, interludes, outtakes, and extended lore. We'll be introducing a proper tier system in the future, but for now, tips are very much appreciated. We're at Patreon.com forward slash Cosmopunk, link in the description. The team has a ton of fun editing these episodes together, but it is extremely time-consuming, so we're grateful for any show of support. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back with more Cosmopunk in two weeks. Till then, shoot straight, roll high. Speaking of Patreon, we'd like to shout out our brand new supporters. Shout out to Fringecore! Top Notch, Aaron Stargazer! Good work, Jason! Cheers to Don Bully! Massive thanks to Alice! And big thanks to Autumn Nomura! We really appreciate you guys' support. It's, um... It's a lot of work making this, but knowing that you guys are out there, um, you know, listening and willing to put it behind your pocket for us really helps.